Oh, hi. I got confused on how to record because it's been a while. So hello again. And it's been a while because it's been a while since I should Okay. I don't even know that song that much. Um okay, it's been a while because um I've been preoccupied and sort of avoiding talking about um feelings, I guess. There was a lot of things that happened since my last um I wouldn't say I don't know if I have the right to call this a podcast because I'm just this nowhere girl saying whatever things it's not even like an accurate podcast I don't know I just feel like if calling calling this a podcast would be an injustice to the people who slave over creating the perfect podcast with the music intro and whatnot anyway so since my last um recording let's call it that I have been just mostly by myself and uh, honestly I can't really recall unless I look into my planner slash journal but yeah I've just been making my personal projects which is uh, drawing and music I'm I don't know why I just really love creative things as a child I am not a logical person I'm I mean, I'm logical in the sense that I wouldn't burn my hand just because I'm curious, but I'm not logical, like, when there is a logic question that's like, if Socrates is 54 and Hercules is 95 times the number of apples he ate, then what is Plato's age? Something like that. Uh... Okay, I totally just made that um, problem. I don't even know if it's solvable. But yeah, I've always been a creative person. Um, This is a little bit off topic of what I really, really wanted to talk about. And okay, like always, it's a heavy topic because we're all about that sad life. You know, um, okay, so this is actually the the real topic that I wanted to um, talk about after my last podcast because um, I was supposed to talk about it in my la- last podcast, but I, fe- I felt like it was just too much, um, too much already. So this is, again, another sad podcast. You have been warned. I think this has the potential to be sadder than um, everything else because I was gonna talk about the times I tried to kill myself and I know there's just really no nice flowery way to say it Um, the times I've tried to pass away peacefully or something like that honestly I don't even know how it came to be like that growing up you know um well i've given you the background of my growing up for the past two podcasts um it was just all very toxic fighting from my parents um yeah and so i guess that just really created a lot of 
confusion and built up anger within me like I didn't understand because um I was a kid I guess so and also uh, I had a tumblr account at age 13 so I guess that contributed a lot to um, thoughts that I, I didn't even have yet but things that I saw from other people so I would see people were depressed and that they slit their their wrists and then in high school I just met some girls that also slit their wrists so uh, yeah it came to a point that when I, whenever I got really really sad about my parents uh, fighting I slit my wrist and my mindset what was going on in my mind was like can I even still feel anything because honestly I know it sounds so emo I feel like Avril Lavigne or whatever but at the time it was like whenever my parents would fight I would feel so numb to it because it was just something that kept going on for years and I thought it would be better by then but um every time they fight I don't even like feel sad anymore so I was like do I still feel things and well yeah after cutting my skin it did hurt and yes I did feel and for some reason it just felt so satisfying to have those cut marks um when I look at my wrist now it's not as bad as before like I definitely I definitely know where the cut marks are if I look closely enough because I know where I cut my skin and it's still there it's not as deep and um, obvious or visible as others and I'm thankful enough that I stopped and I think I stopped because when my best friend saw it she was just really shocked and scared and Honestly, I don't even know what I was doing at the time. Maybe I wanted to be cool. Maybe it was a cry for attention or... I don't know. But yeah, that was a part of my life that happened. And I fully accept it. And whenever I do meet someone who slits their wrist, I there's a part of me that's mad. Because I... I know it's some form of cry for attention because I've been through it but there's this other part of me that really understands how deep in pain you are that you really want to hurt yourself so um yeah I just I want to say I understand because my boyfriend doesn't not in a bad way it's just he's such a bubbly happy person that he has no idea why people would slit their um, wrists if they're sad he's just like what why would they do that that's painful like i think he's just such a blessed and happy person like god bless him that he doesn't have to go through all that but yeah i you know there's really some people who cannot understand because they grew up with a lifestyle that is just um they grew up in a very very loving environment so yeah for the rest of us who aren't so lucky we can just hold on to each other you know anyway so that was one of the first few ones and then I don't know so 
I told you my life went to shit around 2015, right? And then uh, there were a lot of times that I would really want to just jump in front of a moving car and end it right then and there. Like, I swear I was just such a sad kid. I don't know why. Like, because I had so much friends. I was laughing all day in school, but when it was going home it was horrible because i did not want to be home especially during that 2015 christmas it was the worst um days of my life i didn't want to go home i was whenever a car would pass by like when i would get off the bus stop and there was i would wait for it to leave and then if there were any cars passing by and i would just really imagine jumping like, it was so real already in my head. I would jump in front of the car and everything would be over. Or if I um, if I were in the mall and then I went home, I would, again, imagine jumping in front of this moving vehicle. And it would... I don't know why. I know this sounds so wrong, but the thought of that made me so happy because... I was thinking, finally, I could just be free from whatever this hell I'm going through because it was just so bad for me as a kid. Like, I didn't know how to manage my feelings. I didn't know how to cope with it properly. All I knew was that if I was sad, I want to kill myself. This is the end. And yeah, I think growing up, I just... um, I know I had so much friends, but it was like we were so young, and I on nga sinasabi ko like I didn't know how to to manage these feelings because uh, you know you don't know these things at 13, 14 years old. I think I just got so much help because one of my friends, let's call her, um, I don't even know how to make a random name let's call her sally okay <laughs> okay let's call her sally so sally and i were hanging out and when i was supposed to go home i think it was like a group of us or something everyone got fetched and i didn't and we were in shangri-la mall and no one was picking me up like um it was 10 p.m and everybody got picked up and the mall was closing in a few minutes and i was still at starbucks and i kept messaging people and my siblings they were like um hello pick me up i'm the only one here and it's closed and they kept telling me to wait and so it was so late that the mall people had to pack up the chair so i was just standing alone at maybe 14 15 years old and i had no idea how to commute i'm sorry but there were also no taxis i think at the time i'm not sure i didn't i told you i don't know it was a hangout with friends and i was supposed to be picked up and so my friend was messaging me if i got home and i said no um, I'm still waiting and, and it was like almost 1 a.m. <laughs> at the time and she was like wait what what's happening do your parents know and they're like yeah and they just told me to wait for my siblings 
and yeah so that's when I sort of found out my family and lifestyle relationship with them is not normal because of my friends they're like wait why is your mom or dad doing this why is your sibling not fetching you on time like you know leaving a kid until 12 a.m alone in a mall that's closed is not normal oops i didn't know that and what else yeah it's just okay i'm kind of losing track but yeah i um i just realized how messed up my life was and then there i didn't really have anyone to talk to and how to navigate this this kind of feeling so i was like this emo kid or whatever um and then i know there were times that i would cry alone in my room just silently like it was a it was a normal routine for me already to have these extreme crying sessions alone in my room just because of all the built up built up emotion i was sad about my parents fighting i was depressed about all the hateful hurtful things that i hear on the daily mind you it was wow that was just extreme stress for a kid i wish i how she didn't have to go through that but we're here now years later um so yeah it was like routine for me that i thought it was normal to cry every other day at night i thought everyone else did that for real i thought we were all just hiding all these feelings and then crying alone at night and i thought it was normal i thought it was healthy until i met um i until i met normal people <laughs> um okay so yeah apart from cutting my skin <coughs> apart from cutting my skin i also um oh no was it recording i was in low battery already okay so apart from that there was a time that i tried to like overdose i don't even know if you could call it that but there was this um it's not even a drug okay i don't want to be dramatic about it but damn i was really sad that time i was like mm. it was this blue and yellow pill i think it was for the sore throat or i don't even know but i saw that people could overdose and die so i was like maybe this would be an easier way to die and then so i took like three or four of those tablets and then i was just like okay and then after this i'm gonna go die and this will all be over now because i hate my life i hate myself i don't want to have another day anymore so i'm just gonna do this but then what ended up happening was <laughs> oh my god i don't know why i'm laughing maybe this is a coping mechanism for it but i just feel stupid recalling all of this so after a while my stomach started hurting of course because i just drank so much medicine that isn't even you know you're not supposed to drink that much and then i ended up just puking it all down and my puke was this the color of the tablet which was yellow and green 
and bluish now because I don't know they sort of mixed or something is yellow plus green blue I don't think so never mind but yeah um, I puked and cried that time now that I think about it and I think I just I am um, well growing up we knew that my mom tried to kill herself when we were still in a different country because she had a baby and well the story that i knew as a kid of course you know as a kid no one really tells you the the truth so the version that i know is that we were supposed to have another sibling and then but it it died it didn't fully form so my in my version of the story that was told to me my mom got really depressed about it and wanted to kill herself and i remember after that time my my mom oh my goodness she would cry alone in the bathroom yeah my parents were really bad at um at not exposing their children to all their fights after watching a lot of dr phil i learned that um letting your children hear or watch you fight is a form of abuse so yay i I mean, not yay, but yay that I know now, and I know that it was wrong, because at the time I didn't. Okay, so, yeah, my mom, after they would fight, after my dad would say all those hurtful, bad, extremely horrible words to her, she would wail. It's not even cry, I don't even, crying is not even a description for it, it's wailing it's wailing and she's just locking herself in the CR but of course all of her kids could hear her and yeah um so the version that I know is a bit far from it I think I'm not sure I recall it 100% but the the other version the sort of close to the truth version is that um my mom tried to hang herself in our little kitchen in our old house in a different country she tried to choke herself because she hated my dad so much for being such an a verbally abusive husband for all of the hateful things he's said and for cheating so yeah anyway um i think that's really the this at the core of it all how i learned about how to kill yourself from my mom wow thanks mom um the other time honestly um okay after high school it was a little lay low in college i mean i've had some breakdowns of course Okay, I just locked the door because it would just be awkward if someone um, opened the door and I'm like talking about how to kill myself. Um, okay, so in college it was mostly fine because I was so happy meeting new people. I was like in a new environment and just, you know, um, in a new space. So I didn't really have that much thoughts and I was kind of busy, you know. 
I learned that when you're busy, you don't have time to think about sad things. So, yeah, that's what I know now. But anyway, the only time my suicidal thoughts came back in college were um, when my my sister had to stop schooling because of all these this shit that was going on and I wanted her to go back and I was doing my best to find her a scholarship but for some reason my mom's pride was too high that she didn't want me to do anything she was actually mad at me for trying to find a way for my sister to go back to school so she's like what are you doing you have no right to do this and at the time I just felt helpless because of course I love my sister and I want her to go back to school and I've done my best but I just felt so helpless at the time you know and um, yeah I wanted to kill myself I wanted to jump off the highest floor and just end it because maybe maybe it'll help and then the other time was um, when my mom got um when no let's word this differently the other time was when my father um allowed his siblings to put my mom in jail i know this is just the craziest family story ever but that's generally what happened i was doing my internship and i got a message from my sister saying um mom's mom got arrested and honestly wow um the how i reacted was so numb and so blank no it was just the worst thing ever um obviously i didn't cry on the spot because there were my my intern mentor and my intern mates were all there I couldn't just break down. It would just be humiliating. And so I had to bottle it in. And. Um, the go- the part that got me was that. My little sister was crying. That was my, my big sister's message. Mom got arrested. For something something. And Jolene is crying. Because. Honestly. My little sister is just the sweetest most loving um kid and for her to witness the police getting her mom of course it's just very traumatizing and i felt so helpless i was i was miles apart because i was in college and i yeah i, I felt pretty helpless at the time and okay so i was commuting home and I was really trying to calm myself down, but I ended up, um, I think my sister called me or something, but yeah, I was crying on the LRT going back to my condo. I was crying and there was this lady beside me who was just like, oh my god, is this young girl crying? But of course she didn't say anything, just, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I was crying and I was thinking, oh my god, I'm go- I'm gonna jump in front of this train, I'm gonna do it. And um, also going, like before I was in the train, I was going up the stairs to the train and I was, I stopped at the top, at the highest part and thought, what if I just jump now and into all of these cars and, you know, it was a pretty 
high high up it was pretty high off the ground i thought um maybe if i jumped you know um i don't know I'd, i wouldn't have to deal with all of this and so i but i didn't and then i was in front of the train and i was just i was already thinking of jumping i swear i i imagined myself dead already i i was like I didn't even care anymore what everyone else would react to because at that time I wanted to die. I wanted to leave this earth and just stop everything. I didn't care anymore about the future or the past. It was that moment and yeah, I wanted to be gone. Oh my god, this is so heavy by the way. Like I'm so sorry, I'm trying to... Um, I don't want you to feel so depressed anymore but anyway i wanted to talk about that and because um yeah after that time i don't know there were just a lot of other things that happened but my boyfriend has just god bless him honestly like he does not understand all of what happened in my life but um he accepted me and all the traumatized baggage that I brought into the relationship. And um, he really wanted me to promise that I I don't think about killing myself. And yeah, that's really how I found out that all these things aren't normal. Like, it's normal to be sad and cry, but to be sad and crying every other day like it's a routine and wanting to just kill yourself and all those things I realize is not normal because of my boyfriend and because of how much love he showed me and mind you it's not like all love that is just oh I'm here for you or whatever like that like he literally gave me tough love um yeah, when I was crying and saying I want to die, he's like, "Ano ba?" Like, pinapagalitan nanya ako. <laughs> and I was so thankful that he he said those things at night. I mean that night. Um, I don't know if he even remembers that night, but it's also vague in my head because it was just such a emotionally traumatizing night. But yeah, he gave me tough love and told me i had to be okay on my own like he's there but me mentally i have to pick myself up and be strong like be strong for myself and for my um younger sister and honestly now i just regret this topic so early in the morning like wow am i okay it's it's because there's this suicide post that i saw on my feed and i'm like now i remember my podcasting but yeah i'm not saying you need a boyfriend to to suddenly not feel like the world is ending but i mean if he's cute and could help sure but yeah it's that's what i love about him is that he made me he just made me realize and everything else i had to do on my own like he wasn't gonna be the one to cure my depression for me he's not gonna be the one to tell myself that 
um, it's wrong to want to kill yourself. I mean, it's not wrong in the sense that, oh, it's bad, you're gonna go to hell or something. Like, it's just, it's not a good mindset to have, you know, to just always be sad. He's not the one who did all those for me. Like, it was all me, but he was holding my hand through everything. In a metaphorical way. Um, yeah, so... My state of mind now is that I don't immediately want to kill myself when I'm facing a hard problem. I mean, my work though. Yeah, I wanted to die with my last work because it was just so exhausting and depressing. Yeah, like, okay, fine, that was the last one probably because I put myself through shit. I felt like it was my fault. Okay, this is just such a sad life, but honestly, it's not that bad if you if if you were me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Um okay, I'm just going to pack this up because it's too long and I don't want to insert that work thing anymore. Maybe I think that's for a different topic, but I mean a different podcast. But yeah, I want to say that I think as a extremely sad and depressed person before, I just feel a little lighter now compared to when I was younger, which is kind of the opposite. Sana na parang when you're a kid, you're supposed to be like all innocent and everything and not knowing of the world. But now it's, um, you know, I feel lighter than I have for years mentally because of just the love i've received from people outside of my family and yeah i just want to say that it really does get better um when i was young and depressed i saw this post that said um that this this lady she was depressed and wanted to kill herself she was suicidal but then she didn't kill herself thankfully because now she was um sitting beside her children and the love of her life her husband and when i saw that post i was like i want that you know i i don't exactly want a kid and a husband but i want the state of mind and happiness that she had and if she was suicidal and depressed and she was able to to get the life that she wanted and deserved a happy life then so could i so i just told myself to keep hanging on and and now really i wouldn't say that i'm like in the best state of my life ever or or like oh my life has turned 180 or something but i'm i'm truly better than the kid i was growing up what tamaba i'm better than who i was the kid i was. oh yeah tama okay <laughs> sorry but yeah um i just realized that uh i need therapy i guess i wish i can afford it someday but oh my god i'd i'd feel bad for whoever my therapist will be because it's just a shit ton of childhood problems Yeah, so um I'm so sorry if this took a dark turn, but 
I'm hoping you have a good day and this doesn't trigger anything for you. It was really mostly for me just to share this part of my life that I've just um, sort of ignored now for a while. But it's good to look back and realize how far you've, you've gone. Okay, so bye. I hope you have a good day and just don't even think about this too much because I probably, I don't even think about it on the daily. It's just, I remembered now and I was like, oh yeah, this happened. It's not even a big of a deal now because, you know, we're always on, we're always in the present. Well, now I'm doing my best to just always be in the present and I don't have those lingering thoughts anymore. So neither should you. You know, we all deserve to move on and do things that make us happy. And yeah, I'm working towards that and I hope you are as well. And I just want to leave this on a happy note. My boyfriend and I are still together. <laughs> okay, so okay, my phone's gonna die soon. So I'll probably end this now. And yeah, have a happy whatever time it is you're listening to this and yeah i don't know i hope you feel inspired to do a nice thing for yourself okay okay i don't know how to end this bye